0: Very icy, especially tonight into Saturday morning. You
1: have to ask Tracy what does she mean by late? Because for her late? it's like yeah, five, 5 PM. Yeah.
0: Well, that's late, late for the me day these day. days. Like I we're done after the game. When the game ends, it's 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 and we got the kids. The kids are seven and nine. It will be nine thirty, and then we're we're going home. So uh all right, let's, let's grab some of these calls. Uh it's Waddle and Sylvie three one two three three two three seven seven six Doug Kazarian with your weekend plays for the playoff action. And he also has a nugget on Caleb Williams that he wants to share. He texted us that he wanted to share as well. Ben in Oak Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Ben?
2: Hey, what's going on? So what I wanted to tell Waddle is I'm an operator for a snow company. Uh-huh. You You don't tip the owner. You tip the driver because he's going to go there first. He's in the machine.
3: This isn't about tipping. This is about paying for the service because they came. At well, you're,
2: you're going to pay for you're going to pay for the service regardless, right? But now, if you want it first, you tip the operator.
0: What do you think? I tip everybody. He's a good tipper. He's well, very generous, Ben.
2: I mean, that's fine, but you got to make it a point to. Hey, I'm Tom Waddle. I need me. I need to be first. No, no, and I don't let need me, to be let first. Let me I just. Get that. He just yeah, needs to, not be looking plowed, to be plowed. Period. I'm just not looking for two thirty in the afternoon. That's all. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I get in my machine in the morning, I'm like, okay, where am I going? Where's my Where are my guys at? And I'm going there. I'm gonna make my way there.
0: What's a good you know? What's a good tip for a a, a snow plow operator?
4: I mean, just just twenty bucks. That's it. Just twenty. You got like just an 20. iPad? You turn around after. You for said what? You got an iPad you turn around for the tip? Yeah, no. I
2: mean I'm gonna shut the machine down oh, okay. and be like, hey, how you doing? I'm gonna have a conversation yeah. and then and I'm gonna clear your driveway and that I know who you are. I'm like, okay, this three seventy six, I'm going there first.
0: Okay. that there's 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 Ben you know, are you done for the day or are you just calling I'm, us in between houses? No, I just backed
2: in. I'm about to go to sleep. I've been up for almost twenty four hours.
0: Good work today, Ben.
2: Thank you,
3: yeah, sir. my guy's yeah. just
0: left. By my the way, just left. The people who I like, at least when I drove, the people who work for uh IDOT, I I, I would assume it's IDOT because of the Tollway and the Kennedy and on my way, the highways at, at like noon were, were spectacular. That's awesome. It was one of the best drives I've had in all year. It was forty minutes from the northern suburbs. I know everyone was basically home, but it was it was just wet. There was no snow. Everything was removed. It was salted. It was beautiful. Ben, Ben,
3: I just, you know, I don't want Ben to, l- look, I'm not looking to be first.
0: And I know if you ain't first, you're last, but I'm last. Yeah. Obviously. Yes. You just want That's to be all. taken care of. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, like. Tom in on. New Jersey, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tom?
4: All right. The waddle, you got to pay the guy and then have your wife pay you like half of it. I don't get it. That's it. Yeah, I don't have your wife like, pay you, so you get, you know, you get, so you don't then, have to pay the whole thing.
3: Then I'm just going to give the money back to her in some other fashion, anyway. So I mean, like <laughs> that would just a uh, that would be way too many steps to have to go through. Did she bring you some scotch? Uh, no, but she's going back out, and she said she'd be happy to get it. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, she's the best,
0: especially the way you were talking about it.
3: Uh, yeah, I said, hey, did you hear me? It was really funny, wasn't
0: it? Because I'm not, I'm not humored. <laughs> it's, no, wasn't humorous. Mike in Rogers Park, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mikey?
4: Hey, how's it going, guys? Waddle, I had to call in because we're fellow brethren here. I am, too, a father of four girls, so I got you Amen.
0: back. Amen, my
4: uh, friend. This is what you got to do. The plow is like the waste service of the big buildings downtown, that you don't want them coming at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning and waking everybody up, so you pay more for them to come later in the day. Plow service is the same way. You tell them at the beginning of the year, Hey, it's one fifty. I'll give you one seventy-five. Make sure I'm done by ten o'clock in the morning, and they'll be there. It's the same as the garbage service.
3: Now, now you're talking. Now, now I, I have, obviously I'm almost fifty-seven years old. I didn't understand how the plow game worked, but
4: now I'm now starting got to it. get a feeling. Isn't I'm it amazing
0: what you can still learn in life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, Like hey, this uh, is what I had to do. Yep. Real, real quick. I just wanted to throw a Bears comment in. Uh, full disclosure: I'm a Lions fan. Uh, but I hear a lot of bears fans talk about how they want like a quarterback and a wide receiver. Listen, as someone who loves the M and M connection that we had in Detroit, Matthew and Megatron, it's awesome. But you just, we just lived in the hunt for 12 years. We didn't start getting good until we started going O line and D line. It's pretty and it's fancy, but you just live in that third column for years in the hunt, in the hunt. Maybe you get in every now and then you got to go O line D line. That's where it's won. I I like Mike it's great advice
0: and and I think it's very fair. I don't know how I feel about the Lions fan patting us on the head telling us how it's yeah. supposed to be. Well, that's supposed what happens. It's to be done. I I
3: that, kind of feel weird about that. Listen, they they spent a long period of time laying by themselves in the cellar. I know. And now, I know. now they have risen and now <laughs> they are at the top of the division and the, I'm with you. I, I'm tired of people patronizing us, and I'm not That's, suggesting he was being mean spirited. No, about I'm it, not saying he was. Nobody doing that wants intentionally, the, though Yeah, nobody wants the top of their head padded.
0: This is their Good first. Boy.
1: This is their first playoff game at Ford Field. The Lions this is weekend. It? Yes,
0: and we're and how long has it know. been open? Twenty years? 15 I mean, it's years? been a while.
1: No, I, they hosted a Super Bowl there. I know that was when Jerome Bettis won.
0: That's a while ago. Yeah. too. What was that what year was that? 08? Like, yeah, like it's a long time ago.
3: See, this is what I want. I just want going forward. I don't want to be talking at the end of the year talk, at the end of the year talking about how we all kept it together despite finishing three games under five hundred. And I don't want to be one of the teams in the hunt at five and nine anymore. Okay, I want to be talking about a season where hey, we executed the plan and. And we were proud to be a part of the postseason and, and and not trying to come up with reasons why this was a good year, despite being below 500 by a number of games.
0: I felt like I was having a conversation with a Twitter follower yesterday with my nine-year-old who, oh, really? who said to me, he goes, Dad, are they taking Caleb Williams? And I said, I don't know. There's a long way to go, but I, I wouldn't mind it. And I think it could be the case. He goes, that would suck. They shouldn't get rid of Justin. I want Marvin Harrison Junior. And he said Was DJ, this Braxton or No, this Mason? is Mason, my nine year old. He said DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison together would be sick. His exact words. Sick. Sick. It would be sick. And I, I felt I, I felt like I was on Twitter. Yeah. What well, did he less dog cuss you? When he, when no. He, it was no. less meanness, but it okay. was very similar to a lot of people on Twitter. Okay. Well, at least he kept it civil. No, like That's I know. all we're He's talking about. He's got thoughts. He's got bills.
3: That's thoughts. fine. The thoughts are great. It's just the exercising of the thoughts in an uncivil manner
0: is what turns most people, or turns me off. Stephen Arlington Heights here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Stevie?
4: Uh, I just had two quick suggestions for Waddle. First one is that you should talk to your neighbors because the more... Houses a guy has in a smaller area there are they're no more neighbors. Likely, there, are no neighbors. there are no neighbors.
3: There are no, neighbors. no I've got it's, neighbors. It's, it's I, neighbors. I got two neighbors <laughs> across the street. Very, very and two, about two miles away.
2: <laughs> That's
3: yes, true. And
4: are you That's gonna true. do snow when you move? Uh yes. We're gonna have a smaller because, driveway. Okay, because then talking to talk neighbors would be good because we have five in our little area here and the guy's here early in the morning because he knows he knocks out five houses in a half an yes. hour. Yeah, that
0: does help. You're right, Steve. That is a good tip.
4: Okay. Second thing is that Lotto needs to try Joni's in Long Grove for the roasted chicken when he moves. Okay. Oh, he's, got he's got Jonies.
0: What about the place, the Italian place in uh, Long Grove? What's that place? Enzo's in Luci? Is it? Uh, that one's in old, down,
3: uh, old. Uh, what is it? Uh, Long Grove? Yeah. yeah. Like like old school Long Grove.
4: Yeah, I, I... yeah. Also very good. Okay, good. Yeah.
0: All right, Steve, thanks, thank guys. you. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Steve. Good advice. I'm getting good advice yeah. today. Kevin in Elk Grove, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Kev?
4: Hey, Tom. Uh, Tommy, Yeah. Bat, you got a Hawk. Yeah, bat I do have in a the hawk. garage, cover up the coffee in the morning, drop her and drive, and just hammer down. <laughs> By the time you get home, <laughs> you'll have rough what? in the driveway. You'll be able to get right back up and in. No problem.
0: Are you saying turn his Hawk Jeep into a... Uh, a snow a monster
4: truck, like a mud bug. <laughs> i get out there at 4.30 in the morning. It was just barely snowing at that time. So, hey, but also, Tom, yeah. do not offer many Blackhawk uh, Black tickets. Do not offer many Bear tickets. <laughs> that would be an insult. But, no, okay. one last thing. Yeah. You know what they say when the Dickie Simpson comes out for the basketball game? What The introduction is?
2: You ready? Yeah.
5: The man in the middle. Dickie. Nothing.
3: That's it? Cricket? That's
0: it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got <laughs> it. <had enough. laughs> Kevin was doing a whole stand up routine. What's going on? I Time five. It, I had my finger on the dump button. Would it this, sounds. I'm not going to
3: lie. It sounds a little bit like, um, like schnapps like, season. Like, like <laughs> I was
0: going to say, happy hours started early because of the weather. I think people have been drinking schnapps.
3: Yeah,
1: I'm not that. Nobody's in the office. They're all hanging out at home. If they're not plowing driveways, did anybody come to work today down there? Uh, yeah, Other we, than you
0: guys, we, we boss bought lunch today. Did he really? Yeah. What did you guys get? I had some soup. Can you believe <laughs> I had some vegetable soup? isn't that weird okay where'd you get it from uh, r- uh right next door the uh sandwich place what's it called okay, Pop Belly. Pop Belly. Pop Bellies? yeah yeah you had soup I, yeah. you you
3: channeling your inner greenie weren't you <laughs> it just felt like a soup day
0: that's what i mean <laughs> he's, greenies, he's starting into greenie. That. yeah what did oh, you have Mallor? what'd you get
1: I passed. I uh, I try not to eat wow. until until dinner. I do
0: a uh, fasting. So. Are you really fasting these days? I I've always fasted until dinner. What about you, Jake? What'd you get? I like to say I pulled a hammy. I got a ham sandwich. Okay. Uh, let me Wait. go to Chase on the south side. Then we'll go to Doug. Uh Chase has been very patient. What's up, Chase?
5: Hey guys, listen. Uh, so I was listening to what you guys were talking about the coaches, right? So I know, look, and I'm not an Foods fan at all, but I was just thinking to myself like. You look at most of these head coaches like Belichick, uh, Andy Reid, um, and et cetera, most of the times what made them great was the quarterback. And, and, and listen, Irafus, you know, as we can crap on him as all we want to, but it, it, he can make a case and say, hey, just like we make excuses for Justin, saying, hey, he never had the weapons, he never had the talent. Well, Irafus can say the same thing, say, hey, I don't have a franchise quarterback. You know, and, and look what happens when these coaches don't have the quarterback. You see it now. When Tom Brady – Belichick was not a Hall of Fame coach until Tom Brady. You know, Mike Tomlin wasn't who he was until he had Ben Roethlisberger. You know, so I'm pretty sure that's probably the case that he sold to the McCaskies and the Ryan Poles that, hey, you give me a franchise quarterback, I guarantee you I can that can accelerate us to where we want to get to. I can't go nowhere if I got a quarterback – who can't make plays down the field? And and while this is the point, I, you know, you always make about quarterbacks. Look, great quarterbacks don't need an offense tailored around them. Great quarterbacks make the offense. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to tailor offense and move and, and build a an system around Aaron Rodgers. They make the offense. They make the players. They create the offense. That's what the difference between the high-end line quarterbacks and the and the below-average quarterback. There, they are. The accelerator. They don't need you don't need to cut the field in half for these quarterbacks. They make they make players around them better. That separates the great players from the players who aren't below. And that's the reason why I say if they get the quarterback right, I guarantee you this team will be heading the right direction. All we need is just a franchise quarterback and I promise you we will be in a good place. That's all we what, need. We just need to get but, that quarterback. But
3: Chase, Chase. I mean that that's I, I don't mean to be, you know, weird about it but getting a franchise quarterback is is kind of like the obvious point right and it's not an easy thing to do when so when you say all we need to do is get a franchise caliber quarterback there's 32 teams in the league and they're all trying to do the same thing some have gotten those guys others have not and i think that if if you're iber or you're any other coach and you're trying to pitch your your, you know your ability or, or the reason why you should maintain your status you would have to give me, if I was the GM, something more than, hey, I just need a great quarterback. Well, maybe he's saying like,
0: that, let me get my quarterback. That's different. L- like you Look, you didn't draft, like, to say, hey, Ryan, we came in together. You We haven't drafted one together. We both inherited and we tried to make it work. Let's get our quarterback that we believe in together. That's different. Like,
3: yes, that's our guy. I'm just saying to suggest that, you know, your pitch to your GM to keep your job is, "Hey, I just need a franchise caliber quarterback." Everybody's going to say that. Do you know what I'm saying? Of like, course. Yeah, yeah. And look, I mean, bra- I need and bra- I need to what I need to hear from you is is, "Hey, if I don't have that franchise caliber quarterback, how are we still going to put a plan
0: together so that we
3: can win as many games as humanly possible?" And we possible?
0: we look at Brady now as the GOAT, but Brady was developed into a quarterback too Correct. as pick 199. They there was a lot of caretaking for Brady. They, like yes. Roethlisberger didn't step in either, as some sort of a a great quarterback. Remember, he game managed his way to their first Super Bowl as well. Right. Like, there's a lot of steps that that coaching needs to help with along the way, no doubt. So, there's a lot here. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We we got a very busy Friday. Uh, wherever you are. Um, just sit back, relax, and and try and enjoy the show today. Doug Kazarian is always brought to you by our great friends at your uh, Chicagoland Toyota Dealer Association. Toyota Let's Go Places. We've got over 20 vehicles with available all-wheel drive. I drove the RAV4 today. It was perfect for weather like today. Doug is the host of Wager Watch with Doug Kazarian. You can find him on onlyplayers.com. He's been with us for the last several years. He's spectacular. We talked to him a little before the show, and we started the conversation asking him about the first Super Wild Card weekend game, and that's Texans against the Browns.
6: I know really respected bet that came in on the underdog plus two and a half, and it's really hard to be a road favorite in the playoffs unless you're just an unusual circumstance, and I don't think Cleveland really fits that bill. I realize that you know there's been a lot of hoopla and everything, with Joe Flacco and it's great but like his the offense hasn't really been that good. He's had a lot of turnovers. Defense got him there. They won the games they needed to win like you know, they came back against your Bears, but like they beat the Jets on Thursday night at home to clinch a spot. They beat the Texans by two touchdowns a couple weeks ago, but that was without DJ Stroud in the game. So I just think the that there's a little bit of a fool's gold with this Cleveland team. I like the home dog here.
3: Doug, what about the number here? I think it's 44-and-a-half. You've got an excellent defense with Cleveland. The Texans are uh, they have been a fantastic story, but it's a rookie quarterback. There's not a lot of playoff experience on the field. Obviously, D'Amico Ryan's went to the postseason a ton with the 49ers as their coach. What do you think of the total here?
6: I think it's on the low side. I think the only way that Houston's going to be able to deal with this Cleveland defense is to spread them out and sling it around. Also, Ward, uh, a defensive back, for Cleveland is questionable after getting hurt in practice a couple of days ago. I think I think you got to put the ball in, in DJ Shroud's hands. That's something they did not do last week, and it almost burned them. But I would say they got to swing it. And I think Flacco's going to have turnovers, and he's also going to have deep balls. And I don't think it's going to fall under. I think perfect conditions, obviously in Houston, that stadium. I think the over is the only way I would play that total. Okay.
0: Any other any other thing you like in this game before we move on to the weather game?
6: No, it's the warm-up game. You know, it's the Houston Texans involved. all yeah. what they get. Yeah, um, like I, when the NBA playoffs start, the NBA TV game.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good way. That's a good analogy. I like that one. Uh, Doug Gazarian joining us, Waddle and Sylvia on ESPN One Thousand. I've heard a million takes on this next game: um, the Chiefs and Dolphins. And this is the weather game. This is it's going to be frigid in Kansas City. Everyone thinks that the, the weather is going to affect Miami way worse than Kansas City. What, what do you think about this? I mean, it, it, does Kansas City have a big advantage? Or do, when it gets this cold, is everyone just freezing their ass off?
6: So the answer is, yeah, everyone's freezing their ass off. But I think I think there's really interesting betting angles. Let's start with the side. Chiefs are the only side I would play. You know the Dolphins? have lost 19 of 21 games where the temperature is below 50 degrees. Wow. So they're not exactly world beaters when it comes close to this temperature. They, You know, has lost three when it's freezing temperatures and things like that. This will probably be the coldest game in Dolphins franchise history. But for me, with the cold weather, like, you can't really, like, throw the ball deep. And it, it, even without wind, it's just hard to, like, do certain things. And I think Tua's got a soft arm. But it also just think about if you're on this Miami team. You had a chance to be hosting a playoff game as the two seed if you just finished off the Bills a week ago. Instead, you get off the plane, you're in this frigid temperature. Like, do they really think they're gonna make a run in this postseason? Like, you know, I, I wonder if there's some self doubt kicking in. So for me it's Chiefs or Pats on the side. Now the total is interesting, and I think you guys are gonna find this interesting as well. This number's come up. So it was 43, 43 and a half, it's been bet up by two of the sharpest uh, sort of bettors in Vegas. One is a really sharp syndicate group that played the over this morning, and then another one that had bet earlier in the week, just an individual better, And that had moved the market. Now, the key is here, the thought process, you would think, is the Dolphins are likely down six defensive starters, yes, including the secondary. So there's a lot to be, you know, a lot to be not, it leaves a lot to be desired, right? Like, just that situation. But I, have a, I talked to a pro better like not too long ago, and he's just like, dude, you cannot function when it's this cold. Um, like you, just, it's like moving in quicksand or like a twilight zone. So he thinks like no field goals over thirty yards. So if you can find prop bets on longest field goal, you bet under because they a they have to make it, let alone attempt it. I mean, we may not even see extra points uh, attempted because it's just so hard to kick in this in this temperature. So uh, a lot of punts you can you can bet no score on the first drive. All these props that sometimes the odds makers are asleep at the wheel. But I find it fascinating that the over-under was bet over in these Arctic temperatures and with a little wind as well.
3: Uh, let's go to Sunday, Doug. The first game is the Steelers and the Bills. I can't believe the Steelers got to 10-7 and 7 and ultimately got to the postseason. The Bills are the one team I think a lot of people think if it's not you know, going to be um, you know, a scenario where the Ravens represent the AFC, it could be the Bills. What do you think happens in
6: Buffalo. So this number, this over-under has come down. So it's a 34 now. It was 35 and a half yesterday. I think the under is the play. I I think with the wind and the blizzard, you may not be able to see on the other side of the field. I think it's going to be run, 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 and run some more. I really think it is, especially Buffalo's comfortable with the run. I don't see how we see a lot of points in this game. I really don't. And the the point spread has gone off the the key number of 10 to 9. I do think it's a lower scoring game. I think it helps the Steelers a lot. We saw what they did in Seattle a couple of weeks ago. Very smash mouth game. Um, the Steelers going to keep this a little dangerously close. Playoff betting's funny, man. You get a favorite that's down early. They try to get it all back in one play. They sort of self destruct. They lose poise. Coaches get conservative. I think, I mean, I, I thought Steelers plus 10 was the right play, or at least I lean there, but I think the over is the play in this game. I really think points are going to be hard to come by.
0: I know how my man Waddle feels about this. I've worked with him for 17 years now, Doug. Like, he hates these weather games. He hates them. Like, a lot of people like to sit in front of their, uh, their fireplace, and they be, uh, whether they see the snow and they're like, I'm cool indoors, it's kind of a cool thing to look at. Um, and be warm on the inside i want to know from a gambling perspective how you feel whether it's minus 10 degrees or watching a blizzard game how do gamblers feel about playing these weather games
6: um i know odds makers hate it because they why well, they, they they don't like injuries to begin with. they don't like anything that's atypical right they they don't like anything that's not perfect teams perfect everything because there's such a giant unknown, right? This game could be nine six. This game could be 28 24. There's just more variance when there's unknowns and that includes backups when the power ratings are become soft, whether it's preseason, whether it's just anything that's an outlier situation. You just don't know what it is. Even games in like Mexico when the altitude's different, they're just different. Now the sports books do get two way action. So it's not. As dire for them if they get two-way action, they can just move the number. But betters, you know, obviously you have to take a position on a game. But the more moving parts, the worse for a, for the house.
0: Any any uh, other I, any other notes on this game before we move to Cowboys and Packers?
6: Uh, not really. I just you know I, I just think it's gonna it's gonna be a really tight game. And just betting the playoffs in general, we can't assume all is gonna be restored with Kansas City with Buffalo. These teams had problems all throughout the season. Why do we think they can just flip the switch? If they could flip the switch, they would have done it earlier. So we have to trust what we've seen throughout the course of the season. Do you give the Packers a chance in Dallas? Well, anytime Mike McCarthy's involved, I do with the opponent. Um, (laughs) He's a complete meathead and bonehead. I I just wonder if the Packers' defense is as thin as it is. That I think, and then also like I just think the like. There's an urgent sense of urgency you have to play with, and I don't know if the Packers do that. I think they, a lot of third and threes, they'll have a guy open in the flat and Jordan Love will throw a bomb to a guy covered in the punt. They punt unnecessarily, things like that. They waste plays and possessions, and I don't like that. Now, I think the Cowboys could roll them, but I also think we could see ourselves in a really tight game. I would tease, I would put the Cowboys in a teaser with the Texans. So Cowboys down to one and Texans up to plus eight. That's okay. a Texas
0: tease right there. The old Texas tease. The old Texas a little tease. Day, a little,
6: little overlapping days, right? Yeah. Texas
0: two step right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything on the total or anything else on this game?
6: No, I mean, the Cowboys have gone under, I swear, like five straight games, and I think I've bet the over in all of them. Okay. I, uh, you know, these offenses, you yeah, got Lamb fumbling through the end zone. I mean, just think the nine field goals in the Dolphins game. I mean, it's just things have just been wacky. So I'd be very. Um, you know, reluctant to bet the over, but I certainly went bet the under.
0: I think, like, the one thing that we have loved about these matchups is there's some juiciness to them, whether it's, you know, McCarthy against his former team, Packers are playing well. Um, we know that. Um, this Rams Detroit game, obviously, with uh, one of the all time favorite players coming back to Detroit to face. Right. You know, like, there's some really interesting matchups here. So what do you think here about Stafford coming back to Detroit to face this uh, upstart Lions team?
6: I love the Rams, but I think they're getting a little too much respect. Three feels like it's short. Now, it was three and a half earlier in the week, and it got gobbled up by respected money. So, I mean, three's the right number, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like it's pretty short for the Lions to be only laying three. They're pretty strong at home. Now, maybe McVay has all the kryptonite for Goff and all that. Um, the Rams are going to have to prove to me that they can go on the road and win this game. Now, they did well against, you know, some, you know the Ravens. They took them to overtime, and they're a really good team. And maybe that they are. I just feel like the Rams have beaten up on, like, a lot of, like, mediocre to bad teams, and they, they've taken full advantage of their opportunities, and they belong in the playoffs. But I don't know if they're ready for this. I'm not willing to take the plus three. I don't think that's the right bet. I think I talked to a really sharp better the other night and he had this to say, he goes, look, this really feels like an over game, but it may start out sluggish. So just, I would just wait for the, if the first half goes over, then just press second half. It's going to be one of those games. It's going to be a shootout, but you got to wait for it to show its cards, you know, So maybe in game, like end of the first quarter kind of thing too.
3: Super wild card weekend ends Monday night in Tampa. Uh, are you off of the Eagles the way most people in the NFL universe are, Doug?
6: Yeah, I am. I, I think they got major warts. I think it's one of those things like when the Warriors were struggling and then like three months after the season ended, we learned that the locker room was fractured and all that. I think we're going to learn some stuff in a couple months on this Eagles squad. But I do think they probably win this game, but I'm not – I just think the under – like this number's way too high, 43-and-a-half. Is just way too high for these two offenses. Now I know the Eagles have been thin defensively, but I don't think the Bucks have the situ- have the personnel to shred them. So I like uh I, I like the under uh, quite a bit under forty three and a half.
0: Okay, that's the play there. And then you told us before, and we have a couple of other nuggets for you. You told us before uh you came on that Caleb Williams right now, I think he's at uh the high point to be taken number one overall at the draft, correct?
6: Yeah, it's been minus 400 for a while, and then 500, and now it's minus 800. So he hasn't even officially announced for the draft. he? I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that. But all signs point is coming out. But, you know, what the Bears do with that pick is really interesting. So, uh, But the fact that, you know, I, it's not Trevor Lawrence price, you know, like it was a couple of years ago. That was a no-brainer. I think it was minus 10,000 or something like this. But this is minus 800. Probably only going to go higher. I don't see, you know, them getting enamored. If you're going to take a flyer, you would maybe take it on like Marvin Harrison. But I think if the Bears don't want Caleb Williams, they trade. Yes. That would be the logical thing. But sometimes you need someone else to trade, and there is no someone else to trade. But um, I'm fascinated by this because Fields played well, and it's all potential with Caleb Williams. You know what you have with uh, Williams. field so at least from non-Chicagoans we're watching from afar still very interested in this topic
0: and then um I believe uh we are expecting uh Kalen DeBoer to be the new head coach of Alabama Uh, you're a big college football guy do you have a reaction to the Saban news and that news
6: I do I thought it was a little weird um that everyone was just assuming all these coaches would run and want to grab it it's a lot of pressure to follow that. And even made that sort of gold standard there. You really are going to have a short leash. I mean, there's there's still Nebraska fans who think their their program is elite. There's still UCLA basketball and Indiana basketball fans who think their program still elite. So to think that you're going to be getting away with two losses or something and the fan base is going to be fine with it, think again. Now the facilities are there, the recruits are there. But Galen DeBoer is a perfect hire because he has the chops and – He's he's a, he's a good fit. Now, there wasn't a no brainer, right? There was not a no brainer out there. Like if Kirby Smart was still the defensive coordinator, then that is a no brainer, right? But that's not the case. So it really did, went, didn't fit anywhere else. So it's a good fit right now, all things considered. Their win total is nine and a half for next year, so that's regular season out of twelve games. So they've only uh, they haven't lost three games in a regular season since two thousand ten. So mm-hmm. been a while, and. Now, their schedule is difficult. They got Georgia at home. They go at Wisconsin, at Oklahoma late in the season, in addition to at LSU, home to Auburn. And then they go to at Tennessee and then home to Missouri. So those are just like, you know, some of the games. They have six losable games. Now, not going to lose all of them, but six losable games, and that says something.
0: Waddle, do you want to know uh, if there's a, a, a gambling favorite for where Jim Harbaugh is going to be?
3: Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Doug. I was going to ask you if you had a good feel for where you think Jim Harbaugh will set up shop next year.
6: I do think it's going to be the NFL. I, I really do. Um, I would love to see him return. I think he's a perfect fit. I mean, it's a storybook, you know, sort of storyline with your, uh, you know, your alma mater or all that stuff. But I do think he's off to the NFL. I really do, and. I, everyone assumes Chargers because of Herbert, I, I'm not so sure. Um I wouldn't be shocked if he came back to the Bears and they made a late switch. I know they, they gave uh wow. the, the vote of confidence, but what? You know, things change. Things change, people change. Um I wouldn't be shocked at that.
5: What what what?
6: <laughs> that
0: would Why shock not? me.
6: And it'd be in a good way. It would be a good shock. All he has to do is pick up the phone and express interest, and they're they're thinking differently.
0: I'm jumping in Lake Michigan if that happens. I'm telling you right oh, now. I, want to see I will do I the one-man polar plunge. I will do that, Doug. I am telling you right now, if that happens and the Bears reserve, reverse course this offseason and hire Jim Harbaugh, I will jump into Lake Michigan.
6: I would love to see it. I would too. But I'm reading God, the fine print. I'm reading the fine print. Do you do it now or do you do it in the middle of summer when it's warm? No, I'll do it at the polar plunge. I will do it this okay. this okay. winter. Good. I do will it Monday. do it before spring. <laughs> why don't
3: you, Sylvie, why don't you do it anyway on Monday, no. just kind of in the production no. that he'll be there?
0: No, no thanks. I am not oh. doing it as a pre as a pre preview <laughs> or preview, whatever you want to call it. But Doug, I've Doug floored me there. Yeah, me too. My goodness, Doug, great stuff. Happy gambling, okay? Thank you, Doug. Hey, this week has seen everything. Why not that? Right. <laughs> All right, fellas. Thank we, you so much. There's Doug Kazarian. We talked to him a little bit earlier today. That ain't happening. He, he <laughs> that ain't happening. I mean, we 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 begged and we pleaded, but that's not happening. No, that would be one of the greatest upsets in Chicago sports history, yes. or would it be the greatest upset in Chicago sports history? Uh, I don't know if it would be an upset, but it would. Sure, it would be. I mean, it's not happening. It's after, not happening. after they announce that Matt Eberflus is back yeah. and just, that he's not know, talked to Jim Harbaugh for
4: you a know, reverse you just, course.
3: You, yeah, I
0: mean, just take the salt away from the wound right now. Let's
3: just. Yeah, okay.
4: Yeah.
0: Doug Kazarian again on uh, onlyplayers.com. Stick with him on the gambling advice, maybe not on the coaching advice. Exactly. Uh, All right, let's get to Waddle's world right now. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets over.
5: Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird! Let's get weird! Welcome to Waddle's World. Come side. Let's get
2: weird! Let's get weird! weird. us get weird!
5: Let's get weird! Let's get weird! Let's get
3: weird. Yeah, why not? Let's get weird. Lotto's World's brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wind Trust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. To find your nearest Wind Trust Community Bank. Visit windtrust. slash find us. Member FDIC. I'm glad you brought that up to Doug as well about the weather because I was thinking about that earlier today and then I kind of lost my train of thought and then forgot about it. But then you reminded me about it by asking Doug that. Like I, I'm, I'm really excited to watch the Browns and the Texans in a controlled environment. I am really not that interested, to be honest with you, watching the Dolphins and Chiefs play in minus-two-degree weather where no one can do anything, especially when you have to pay four or five bucks for it because it's on Peacock. But that's a separate conversation.
0: Because it is it is the premier matchup.
3: Right. And, do you want to see, like, of all of the games that you would want to see in a controlled environment, it would be the Dolphins and Chiefs, and you're going to get them... Basically,
0: in the freezer bowl, and the talk of the game will be the weather. It will be. It will. I will probably be mentioned every four minutes. So I. I, I mean, have you come more to the dark side with how I feel about it? Are you still? Hey, no. No. This when is you just play, bad. when you play an outdoor sport mainly, and your playoffs are decided through January, you're gonna get it. Part but of it. You as a, but as a fan
3: of the sport and a viewer. And you know it's not just a random game in October or November. This is a playoff game. This is super wild card weekend. And you've got this high-powered Dolphins team and this Chiefs team. And they're going to play in minus-two-degree weather. With, with the wind is probably going to blow. How What is it, 25 miles an hour? Well, is it going to be that windy, too? I don't know. But it's just uh, that's not how I that's not how I want to view yeah, my re- playoff football.
1: The reports are that yeah, you're talking at least twenty miles per hour. Miller, are you uh, you one of these uh, bare weather guys still? I mean, it's interesting to ch- you. Know, I don't know. It's like I I don't mind having one or two cold weather games. Buffalo is supposed to be pretty cold too. If they're supposed to
0: get like blizzard conditions. Yeah,
1: so like you, the Bills and Steelers will be affected. But I'm I'm with you. I don't. It definitely is an element that you have to account for, and it does feel weird that some games are indoors, like or, you know, like the Cowboys game will be completely unrelated to weather, and then you could, you know, a couple, you know, just flip over to a different game, and who knows how that's going to play out? It
3: seems it's like just an unfair, unfair, an, an unfair
1: other, playing field.
3: I don't know if I'm in the majority or the minority with my point, my uh, point, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would just love to say, you know, meow, you're a baby, you know, this is football. And let me just tell you something, folks. Nobody likes this cold weather. Maybe there's a couple of guys. Maybe there's a couple of guys that are just kind of half crazy that are like, this is fun, this is great, I like to freeze my ass off. 99% of the guys I don't think like to play in this stuff. But I don't know. That's just me. Uh, has there been any – I haven't seen any Jim Harbaugh rumors. Like, it's been quiet. I mean, Gerard Mayo gets the, the, uh, the Patriots job. I believe – what is he? At the age of 37 is, is, is the youngest coach in the NFL. Probably like a month uh, now
0: uh, younger than McVay. Yeah. Like a month or so, two.
3: Yeah, so uh, that was – like I had known that – I think it was written into his contract, Gerard Mayo – that when, if Belichick left, that if he was still on the staff, that they would segue to him as the head coach. But I thought with, with Mike Brabel available that maybe, maybe they would reverse course, but I didn't know that there was this clause in, in Mayer's yeah. contract. So, the successor it goes, cra-
0: uh, clause?
3: Yes. Yeah. So, again, I mean, you can, we'll ask this question quite a bit until it kind of loses its steam. You, know, you could have had a conversation with Mike Brabel as well. But, um, oh, well, that's not going to be the case. I've heard nothing about uh, Harbaugh. I've heard no rumors. I've seen no rumors. I've seen nothing. Nothing related to Jim Harbaugh at all. So, uh, Marcus uh, Stroman, did you see this? And the Yankees have agreed to a two-year, $37 million deal.
0: Was Stroman on your list of guys you would like to see back in your... uh No, not the way he finished and not for that money. No. Did you see... uh did you see the uh, Cubs new pitcher and him singing Go Cubs Go? I did not see that. Do you have audio of it? Do we have that in yet? Hey Chicago. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Cubs gonna win today. <laughs>
3: There's showed was more like a poetry reading. That wasn't really a singing.
0: Well, yeah, he he he's sing Japanese. It. I mean, that's I, I pretty. Get some it. of them only speak through their interpreter. I get it. He's he's still reciting. Slow down. Go Slow down. Don't be
3: critical of him. Can I have I'm just a I was I was expecting to hear him sing it, but what he basically did was kind of like gave it recited it as almost like a poem form, which I'm fine with. I just was expecting to hear.
0: Like maybe even music in the background. Maybe it was something that they put together. And he put his, He know. put an ESPN 1000 station ID in there as well. I thought that was nice he of him, actually. <laughs> Good touch. Uh, and, and look, Alabama, they didn't waste any time either, did they? Well, they, they had to move quick, didn't they? Kalen De, uh, DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer. Um, so, well, they got I, rejected by a couple of them, didn't they? Yeah, Dan, mean, Lanny, they didn't Lanny, yeah. Yeah. Dan Lanning. Yeah, from Oregon. yeah who said he, I saw him
3: light up a cigar and said, I'm staying. Um, so, uh, yeah, good for Alabama. I well, know if what you have, like,
1: that. a program that is running, you know, the appeal to go to Alabama to follow the greatest, you know, living coach in college football history, it's not as appealing as I think it might look.
0: I like, said that to Abdallah yesterday, Miller. Uh-huh. I said, I – this is not as easy of a job or as is is like this is a, a really 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 hard yes. job isn't it yeah,
1: yeah. and high look, expectations high expectations look at the conference you're competing in it's the most competitive in the country and all these other colleges have you know in the SEC have it up and running like it's like a machine for the most part you've got you know jo- Kirby smart in Georgia uh, LSU everything that's, it's like it's not appealing at all. Unless you're, you know, a lower tier, and then oh, by the way, you're going to have to go live in Alabama. So if you've, if you're like, if you're Steve Sarkeesian in Texas, I'd rather live in Austin and have my program backed by all the people uh, that love Longhorn football, as opposed to have to go and try and follow in the footsteps of that guy. No, I, I
3: think it's an interesting conversation. I think it's a tough job. There's no doubt the expectations will be,
0: will be high, but you know as, sure jimbo fisher, as jimbo fisher as jimbo fisher about high expectations yeah. in another place and that's not alabama
3: uh would you guys like to play a guessing game sure top 10 us cities for threesomes and open relationships for wait this what just
0: what what's this
3: top 10 us cities for threesomes and open oh, relationships threesomes. according to leading dating app
0: three fun well three i think is in like somewhere in utah is in that like Probably the, uh, the Mormons. You, you t- yeah, the, you, you they you like they like multiple wives. They like don't that they? more. Yeah, isn't that a legal uh, a legal situation there? So I'll go Salt Lake City's. Uh, Salt Lake City's not in the top ten, my brother. Well, how could that be? I mean,
3: well, you could take refund most- is you, the world's leading dating app okay. for sexually free single okay. singles and partners okay, to meet so like minded is- people. They unveiled recently the top 10 cities where Americans are
0: engaging in threesomes and open relationships. I'm trying Vegas. to think. Let's, Let's go. go
1: Nevada, Vegas.
0: Las Vegas comes in at number five. Okay, so, I'm, so, so this is now. I was going to ask, do you guys think these are more party cities? Yes, these absolutely. Are, so these are party cities. Speaking of Sark, how about Austin,
1: Texas, Waddle?
3: Oh, watch your mouth. My daughter just flew down to Austin. She's going to live there for three months. Um, is, is Austin it, is, on is the list? Is, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it your Austin married is daughter? is not on this list.
1: Is it your married daughter? I'm go. No, it's not.
0: Okay, it, then. Can I go uh, New York then? New York City? New York City's number one. Okay. Nice. Would you like to know... Uh, no, no. I, LA's got to be there then, too. LA's number two. Okay. I'm going to go uh, San Francisco is high up on San the Francisco's list. San Francisco's not on the list. Oh, okay. I, I think we're very conservative
3: here. There's a big it, football game being played in this city Dallas. tomorrow. Well, Dallas as well. Dallas is number six. Houston.
1: Houston, Houston's number three. So wow. we're talking huge population cities, basically. I,
0: I bet you Chicago you can... is not on the list. Chicago's number four. Oh, Wow. More so these em- are basically more basically you thought. These are the biggest cities then in America. They're based off New the New York City's
3: too, one. Yeah. Los Angeles is two. Houston is three. Chicago is four. So Vegas is five. So Philadelphia six. on the list. Philadelphia's number, Philadelphia's number ten. This is a
1: volume play.
0: Well, Boston's a smaller big city. Boston's not on the list. San Antonio's number seven. No. Number. no.
3: Barnsley,
4: Barnsley would be walks, very huh?
3: shocked by that. Shocker.
0: <laughs> Phoenix is eight. Wow, really? Miami is nine. Wow, Miami. I would have. I I should have guessed Miami. Philadelphia is number ten. Top ten cities for threesomes and open relations. It was basically just a big, a lot yeah, of metropolitan. But, yes. Whoa, well,
3: well, time out. Whoa, well, whoa, well, well, San Antonio.
1: But is it by percentage here, Wads, or is it I, just by volume? Because New York being number one is, of course, the biggest city in America. LA's there the are one
3: million biggest. users in the United States on this three funds app, including 300,000 couples. There's couple accounts there, too. Of course, there is. The upside down so, pineapple. Yeah. All right, that's what I got for you. I uh, learned that to...
0: on Cap and J Hood.
1: Oh, uh, sure that's you did. What... No, I swear sure to God. Yeah. I whatever you say swear whatever, to whatever God. No, no. God. Whatever it, you and say. you know what? That was back when I worked on Cap and J Hood because I informed them. Oh, you
0: were the one yes. who taught them that? Yes. How did you learn that?
1: I that's mean, why listen, Miller's I'm, nickname I'm, I'm, I'm was a, Pineapple Express. I'm a worldly man. What can I tell you, my friends?
3: Uh-huh. All right, we have to take a break. When we come back, we'll the something worldly
1: pineapples. known
3: as Florida or Ohio.
5: Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Uh, Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners feel free to play along at home.
0: What Ohio is brought to you by and nobody. That's why I'm oh. waiting for uh, Jake to... Uh, oh, brought Jake
3: you by me. me. It's, yeah. it's for sale right wow. now.
4: Yes. All right, let's do this. Customer upset with subway order charged with battery after striking worker with the sandwich. So they, <gasps>
0: someone uh, was charged with battery because of getting hit with a sandwich. They, they struck the worker with the sandwich. The customer was upset. His sandwich had not been cut in half, so he... Hurl the sub at the fast food chain employee. Why not just ask them to cut it? I
4: don't know. Wasn't in
0: the details. This is very uh, general, very generic. Yeah, it's just someone throwing a sandwich at someone. It's assault, man. You can't you can't hit someone with a long. That's a misdemeanor, Sylvie. We don't yeah. do that. Oh, oh no, I know that. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not endorsing it or. Um, or saying that it's fine, but I... Uh, by the way, you know what my lunch is? My lunch is a Jersey Mike's and a glass of scotch.
3: Oh, you, so the scotch has been delivered? Not yet. I'm waiting to eat the sandwich till I get the scotch.
0: <laughs> the sandwich is just sitting there, and you're waiting for yes. the scotch to be delivered by your wife? Yep, sitting on my desk.
3: I'm not gonna hit anybody with it. it was sliced perfectly
0: so. I believe here's what I believe. I believe Tyler's had a run on Ohio stories. Yeah. Jake is is just filling in, and I'm playing the odds that it was easier to just find a Florida story. So I, I believe that. No. I believe that this is Florida.
3: See, I, I think I like this is not nearly
0: it's not salacious. No, it's so, not even like... that
3: funny. No, I'm thinking like this is probably happening in a pretty affluent town somewhere just outside of Cleveland.
0: Oh, no. Like this isn't an affluent town anywhere. This is stupid. What? This is stupidsville, like, USA. You sound, you sound disappointed. In, I'm
1: very or, or disappointed depressed. in this story. Yeah, you, you were thinking Florida, like,
0: I want something greater than well, this, Jake. That's a change. What do you pace mean? He's throwing you. a sandwich at a at a, at a worker.
4: Yeah, look,
3: Jake. It is kind of, it is kind of. It's a lame, lame story, for, Jake, for Waddles World. But, <laughs> but I, should, I
4: should have known the myth and whatever it's, happening in Florida, yes, Florida story. Yes, that's yes, what well, you know. The I'm four, trying to throw you guys off.
3: You know the four P's of Waddles World. One of them's not sandwich, Jake.
0: Do you do you remember what it went, when Tyler first started? Didn't Tyler like have oh, some yeah. really really well, that's dark what was, stories? Yeah. What I was gonna say is, we're like is burning down and like two yes. people dying. Yes, but it happened in Tallahassee. Woo! <laughs> like and that's... now like this is the opposite where Jake yeah. is coming in and he, Jake's like, someone threw a sandwich.
4: I think that's yeah. funny. I mean. Or Ohio. <laughs>
3: I just love that that you you now feel you feel let down now. I I you know what? I'm completely I love it let down.
0: Yeah. I'll make it up the next time I fill in. How about that? How about a, okay. a better
3: one next hour. <laughs> have you heard you. by the way, Jake, Jake? Have you heard the Open to to uh Florida Ohio Meller maybe play it again for him?
1: I'll do it in the break. Yeah. I'll play the open okay. from in the break.
3: <laughs> so just play it for him.
0: Yeah, play I, it for him I, and let him I make. am I am going um like yeah, this is Fort Lauderdale, Florida I'm going Shaker Heights,
3: Ohio
1: It's boring nah, I'll stick with Florida, FLA
0: I'll t- take my bad Florida, Ohio story And just say that it was in Stewart, Florida <laughs> Just move along Stay hey. along with the show hey. now
1: What is, Sandwich is that? Sandwich like thrown a in anywhere USA You know, this is just that doesn't a matter
0: retirement community? Is that what it is? I have no idea I have never heard of Stuart, Florida Sandwichville, Florida Alright, coming up next, Barstool Big Cat On a rare Friday appearance, we had press conferences on Wednesday. I know he's down. He's really down about something. We'll try to cheer him up about it, and he'll tell you why next.